Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hey, y'all. Seven Rounds in Heaven is back. We're brought to you by the Armchair All-Americans as a part of the Armchair Media Network. Week three of college football is over in Florida State sucks. It is I, Rob Paul, the Armchair Scout, a.k.a. a better quarterback than Alex Hornibrook. And with me, as always, is AJ. Tua is Russell Wilson Marchese. These nicknames, AJ, they're wild. Uh, he's Steve Young. I don't know who you're talking about. Russell's not a, a lefty. You're so stupid. Okay. <sighs> Today, you want to fight me? I'll fight you about that right off the top. Russ lefties is left handed. Comp to lefties. Oh, wait, he is? My bad. Sorry, Russ. He's got that Ben Simmons thing. He shoots with the wrong hand. This is not, <laughs> not a basketball show. Today we'll do some week three superlatives, break down what we saw in the best games of week three, and preview who to watch in week four. So let's hit it. Seven rounds in heaven with my baby, driving down to Nashville maybe, looking for a net or bosa. Draft Matt Gay on the first day. Draft Matt Gay on the second day. Just get Matt Gay on your squad. Let's go seven rounds. Let's go seven rounds together. Let's go seven rounds forever. And that's a song. You know... Ever since I started this podcast, people have been asking me for advice. Usually it's what team to bet on this week. The truth is, I don't know who's going to win. But if you think you know, you got to check out my bookie. Remember, who you're betting on is just as important as who you're betting with. That's why I always tell people to bet with my bookie. Trust me guys, they're your best bet this season. They've been in the business for years have great reviews online, and their mobile site is easy to use. I would only recommend a service to my listeners that's been good to me. That's why I'm urging you to make your way to my bookie. You win, they pay. They have in-game, live betting, over-under on fantasy points scored, and the most rewarding player perks in the business. Business. (laughs) My bookie is slammed with new bettors. And wants to give everyone the best service possible. If you're willing to deposit after 7 p.m. Eastern time, the best time, they'll give you an additional $25 in free play on deposits over $100. Join now and my bookie will match your deposit dollar for dollar. Use promo code HEAVEN to activate the offer. Visit my bookie online today. That's M-Y-B-O-O-K-I-E. And don't forget to use the promo code HEAVEN, H-E-A-V-E-N, when creating your account to claim up to $1,000 in free play. If you're willing to hold out until after 7 p.m., you can get an extra $25 free play by using promo code HEAVEN25. 
It's up to you guys, but I wait until after dinner and take the extra money. You play, you win, you get paid. Good read, Rob. Yeah, I, got re- I, I think I'm starting to get, like find my, my zone. What a what a twist there with the uh, the twenty five dollar bonus after seven o'clock. I didn't see that coming. Yeah, only Eastern time though. Got to make sure it's you know Eastern Eastern time. Eastern time, best time. It's like six thirty right now. I just can't wait till seven o'clock. Well, I hope you got your bed in before seven. Oh, sorry, I can't. I just can't wait till six fifty nine. Oh, you you like to get close, live on the edge. Yeah, I'm, I'm confused. <laughs> okay, <laughs> we three superlatives. Y'all know how this goes. AJ, any freshmen stand out for you this week? No, let's move on. No, I'm kidding. Uh, I got a couple. Uh, well, can couple. we go to... I, I Before we get really into this, I'm going to go ahead and say... Of the weeks, I, I struggled more this week with finding uh, freshmen. Underc- yeah, yeah. Under, un- underclassmen in general. Freshmen yeah, and sophomore. M- me too. Me too. Uh... Okay, in USC, also, I'm, I'm, I'm always trying to get different guys than we've done before too. Yeah, right? me too. So. And stuck. thanks for stepping on my toes. Anyways, yeah, of course. I don't even like doing best freshmen. It's a draft show. Freshmen aren't eligible yet. Either. I know, but like, I already know Chase the Terminator Young is going to be the first overall pick in 2020. So I like to talk about him when I can. Freshman's uh, tougher though. USC Amon Ra was like the best offensive player on that team. He, it, that's who I have. Amon Ra St. Brown. Okay, cool. EQ St. Brown's little brother. Uh, USC receiver. What's the other one's I, name? I don't know. He doesn't seem to play. Uh, uh, Farrell Cooper, St. Brown? Or Farrell Brown, St. Brown? Okay. <laughs> uh, so, Amon Ra, St. Brown, the true freshman receiver, USC five-star. Had nine catchers for 167 versus Texas. Texas has a pretty good defense, too. Yeah. He's their best offensive player, I think. Just straight up the best offensive player. I think so. Carr's been okay, I guess. Yeah, Carr hasn't lived up... I put a lot of hype on Carr last yeah, year. I don't, yeah. he, he's also splitting time with uh, Ware, the senior. But mm-hmm. they like they have Pittman Jr., they have Tyler Vaughn's that receiver. But Amon, mm-hmm. Amon Ross St. Brown's been, like I think, the guy who stood out the most to me. Uh, this just saying Walter Football 2023 mock, Amon Ross first overall. So. That, wait, that means he won't be good, though. <laughs> Probably won't. He's a Sam Brown. I didn't really see... Like, I didn't have any freshmen hugely stand out other than him because he was really good. He was, like, the only fun player in the USC. Yeah, he was. I'll, I'll throw another name out there, Robbie. Yeah. Alan Bowman, Texas Tech. Oh, the quarterback. That's true. Okay, I didn't... Like, I saw a good chunk of it. And it's Texas Tech. I know Patrick Mahomes lighting up, but it's always hard to, like, really evaluate a, a Texas Tech quarterback. Air raid. Yeah, exactly. But uh, Bowman was lighting up. He was making some pretty big-time throws. And that Houston defense, not a pushover, obviously, at Oliver's there, who had a quiet game. But uh, did you see any Bowman? Uh, I just saw clips. So what? Let me hold on. I'm scrolling he, down. I, know, he, he, right I now. think he threw for, like, 605, right? Yeah, 43 of 59, 605, five touchdowns. Like, it was a big game for him. And he, like, there were some big-time throws. So maybe he's a, to keep an eye on type of guy. It's interesting too because he he was in there because McLean Carter the starter got hurt, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yep. So it's interesting. Um, any sophomores stand up for you? Uh, I think I think you're gonna have the same guy as me. Yeah, definitely. Delpit LSU. Yeah, he's a monster. I saw just like just Twitter blew up with 
names of mentions of Grant Delpit's name. Like he he was the best. I think he was the best player on the LSU defense. He led the team in tackles, right? I think he yeah, had eleven or he had ten, a TFL, a pick, and a pass breakup for his offense. Yeah. Um, and like obviously obviously that LSU defense is loaded with other names like Devin yeah, White. Yeah, like say, saying he was the best player on that defense in that game is including that Devin White, Richard Lawrence, and Greedy Williams all had awesome games. Mm-hmm. Yep. Del Pitt was just flying everywhere. He's also six three two ten. I know. That turns me on. And like he was really good as a freshman and he's true sophomore. Like I saw people being like he's like Derwin James for next year. Sounds like it. Like yeah. Same high weight and yeah, that's exciting. Everywhere physical. I love. I, I loved him. He's and we, we we've seen Derwin off to a really hot start in his NFL career. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are saying Delpit's the best safety in the country. Like, that's just, nuts. That people love to jump on it so quick. You know, like even after like Deontay Thompson had a great week one, but you know, it was like, oh, he's the best safety in the country. You know what I mean? I I think he's the best. Deontay Thompson's the best safety prospect in the country. The two best safeties I've seen this year are Delpit and Deontay Thompson. That's fair. I mean, I'm just saying, people are so quick to jump on it. Oh, I know. Like Hakeem Butler, for example. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Okay. Who's the... uh, who, who's your best prospect? Hakeem Butler? <laughs> no, mine, mine's actually Deontay Thompson, the Alabama safety. Okay. Um, I was super excited for that Alabama Ole Miss game. Yeah, he, he did look really good. And because they have all the pass catchers, and... Obviously, Ole Miss off to a hot start, but then was nowhere. And Deontay Thompson showed up, hit that pick, his range. Mm -hmm. He also comes up and hits. He's got, uh, he's kind of got everything you look for in a safety. I think he's hands down the best safety in the country, uh, prospect wise, Um, because it's kind of a murky safety class right now. Yeah, and Mm -hmm. he's the guy who's risen, and I think he like he looks like a top, a potential top ten pick to me at safety. Yeah. Because no, he's he's looked really good. He's because he's got everything. He's got the range to play. Mm-hmm. Like he can play cover one, like uh, like deep zone. He he flies and hits. He'll miss tackles time to time because he won't wrap and he's going for the kill shot. And that's like one of the knocks on the one of the few knocks on him. But mm-hmm. like he, he's so athletic. He's big. He flies around. He'll hit you in the mouth. He's got the ball skills and the range. At least, at least this one I get though, with, with like the hype with Deontay Thompson, because there was a lot of talk before the season, and it was limited playing time for him last year. He also um, against Louisville, he was a monster. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And then you had the Ole Miss game, and it's just starting to really build now. I feel like in this spot, we should just do our weekly uh, Ed Oliver Joey Bosa update. Joe, oh, I call him Joey Nick Bosa. <laughs> yeah, like that, that's also the thing. I'm not trying to choose the same people every week. No, 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 no. But I mean, like, because the best prospect I see every week is generally Nick Bosa or Ed Oliver. Yeah, Oliver kind of a quiet game. Yeah, um, and obviously Bosa got hurt. Bosa was, was really good killer. before it. Yeah, like yeah. I could have put Nick Bosa here for his half of football. Also, last week I had Jeffrey Simmons. He took over that game. So yeah, he did. Uh, who do you have in the best prospect slot? Uh, yeah, I'll agree with you. I like Thompson's game. Yeah, He's, it, uh, and like I said, it's kind of a murky safety class. Like yeah, it is. It is a lot of like more of day two safeties who are like, okay, you'll see them in first round mocks because there's no other safeties, but mm-hmm. now he's emerged. Um, okay, who's sh- anyone like stand out to you shooting up the the big board this week? I kind of have a couple names. Uh, you mentioned Rashard Lawrence from LSU. I think he's one really emerging himself. What do you think? Yeah, he's he's like, um, it hasn't. I feel like the college football world hasn't 
noticed how great he is yet the way mm-hmm. but the draft world knows kind of thing it's one of those yeah, things yeah. Yeah. where he is a monster on the defensive line he doesn't put up like insane numbers or anything um it's so one of the guys like when you're watching college game day you're not going to hear his name but exactly but yeah. he was dominating against auburn i'm, I'm gonna have a little more on him later but Draymond jones had a hell of a game too just sticking with yeah. defensive tackles yeah like. Bo- bosa was like bosa got hurt in the second half of the game basically and he and Draymond he, just stood up big time. Yeah, he's so athletic, man, for a de- uh, for a defensive tackle. Yeah, I know. I, I don't like him wearing eighty six though. He eh, he's just so quick. Can I throw another one? Speaking of athleticism, mm-hmm. Hollywood Brown. He's shown that he can be a, a, a legit. La- yeah, last year he's the like the deep threat in that offense. The gadget, the deep threat and gadget. But now he's like looking like a legit. Like his team. route running, his taking a huge step forward i think it's gonna be hard for a team not to draft him in the second round as it stands right now or earlier yeah like he's uh, he's not getting rid of day two uh, uh, right now oh i don't think so it's like yeah. really the the only knock you're really gonna size. hear is size that that's unless what, he doesn't run as well he's he's supposed to yeah like if you're in like that's a five it. five or something but or five five a five five five, five <laughs> might not get drafted <laughs> sorry a four five <laughs> I run a five five, um, <laughs> on a good day, but yeah, no, I I uh, I think Hollywood Brown he, and, and he showed every week so far too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. How about you? Uh, Dwayne Haskins, the Ohio State quarterback. Oh boy, I'm in on him. I'm I'm joining the group. He oh, can rip the ball. That yeah. game against Texas Christian, he that's a good defense, and he was his receivers are playing terrible. I think. Was it Austin Mack, I think, had four drops? Yeah, yeah, Mack was, yeah. He was awful. Haskins yeah. still threw for 344, had three total touchdowns, 9.1 per attempt, 63 completion. He's also, he's the best passing quarterback I've seen in my lifetime at Ohio State. I don't know, okay, other than wearing the scarlet and gray, there's something I don't like about him. I'm not sure what it is yet. He, I can buy into him because I can could not stand watching the JT Barrett offense, like, <laughs> 20 carries for the quarterback for four yards per carry every game. And with yeah. Haskins, they spread it out and they legit just throw. And he doesn't even, like, he's got some mobility, but that's not his game at all. I think he had, mm-hmm. like, three carries in this game. Like, that is beautiful for for this team. We'll see. We'll see. I don't know. There's I don't know. I'm not buying in yet. I'm not buying in yet. Oh. There's a lot of tool, interesting tools, though, obviously. All right. Speaking of buying in, anyone you're selling sliding down your board this week? I don't know. There's no one that popped to me this week. How about, how about for you? Oh, Jared Stidham. Oh, shit. Yeah, I should have put Jared Stidham. Yeah, that was a bad game. He was awful. That, that I, I think... Led, just, I, it's been so inconsistent week to week and snap to snap for him. I, th- I think Ledyard tweeted this out, John Ledyard of the Draft Network. Um, after the Ohio State game, he said, if you entered today not knowing who between Haskins and Stidham was supposed to be the first-round pick, you'd mm. think it's Haskins. Yeah. Stidham was horrible. He, yeah, all the things we, we worried about entering the year where we, like, that stopped us from crowning him a, a top three quarterback. Yeah. I'll show. Like, he's yeah. not poised. He makes poor decisions. His accuracy's pretty meh. He, I don't know. There's not a lot to like there. I, I think he's folding down. In, but there's th- there was rumors, I want to say, last week. That he's the guy NFL team sees quarterback one in the draft, I, I saw that, which yeah. I can't believe. 
That's crazy. After the Washington game, and if you just watched the Washington game, I can understand it, but but like, I don't like even I'm, even I'm really like him, even saying. then taking what he did in the Washington game. It's not better than what I've seen from other quarterbacks in this class. Nope, no, no, no. He's still not quarterback one. Like he he's closer to a game manager than a first overall pick. Yeah, like I, the, I I think I have the Derek Carr comp on him, and I feel even stronger about that after this game. Yeah, but Derek Carr just lit it up, dude. Yeah, I'm saying you could sit him, <laughs> sit him to the Las Vegas Raiders. You get him in Gruden's system. He's going to go 20 of 21 every game. <laughs> Yards per attempt, four. It's okay. Uh, Come okay. Losses, one. Any out-of-nowhere prospects for you? Uh, Yeah, going back to the same games. Derek Anderson had a nice game for TCU. Yeah. He they, they they didn't use him a ton to start there, and he kind of went off in this game. He's got juice. Obviously, had the 96-yard touchdown run. Yeah, there's juice there, and he's had a pretty solid year. I think he's a junior now. Yeah, he's a junior, a true junior, I believe. Yeah, he's done. He, he he's nice. interesting. He seems like the guy TCU because they don't have like any stud on offense. He seems like the stud. They just the have quarterbacks fun, but yeah, I I, I, I like Robinson. He yeah. But he, again, he's a he's a sophomore. Like take him along slowly, mm-hmm. but he'll he'll be good. But Anderson seems like the guy they should be relying on on offense. It looks like it. Uh, uh, I can throw another name if you like. Yeah, go for it. Uh, going back to Texas Tech, uh, Antoine Wesley. I don't know if you saw any of his game. Do it at a monster game. I know this is again Texas Tech, but he's hold on. Let me grab the stats. Did you did you watch it in that game? Not too much, eh? No, there. Was, I was watching like. Too many games. I didn't see much of the Texas Tech-Houston game. Uh, okay, so he had 13 catches for 261 and three touchdowns. And he's 6'5 at 200 pounds. So, TJ Vasher clone? Yeah, I know. It's interesting. And Vasher had a really good game too, but yeah. That's interesting. Um, for me... Friday night, Boston College. I think it was Friday. No, it was Thursday. It was Thursday because it got moved up before Thursday night football. It, it wasn't even night. It was Thursday afternoon. Yeah, right? yeah, it was sick. Boston College, uh, Wake Forest. Two guys on Boston College, both like one from each other. Ball stood out for me. Uh, Wyatt Ray, the guy who replaced Harold Landry, had yep. eight tackles and four sacks, <laughs> and he's built similarly to Landry, six three two fifty ish. And like Zach Allen's the one with the hype. Ray's the one who was making all the plays. Not the same caliber players Landry at all, but athletic, explosive. He's a guy to keep an eye on. And on offense, obviously AJ Dillon and that offensive line is like kind of what carries the team. Um, but their receiver Jeff Smith, who I watched entering the year, uh, and he's a converted quarterback. He he's their definite receiver one. Six catches, a buck forty-five, two touchdowns. His route running was crisp. His hands were on. He is a really interesting guy. Tall. BC is just interesting. I year. like them a lot. They're as a guy who's like not really. I mean, technically, I'm affiliated with Kansas State as a fan. <laughs> but but if I could choose any team to hope for right now, it'd be Boston College. They're a lot of fun. You got a like a stud, obviously sophomore running back and. The quarterback who has the record for passing passer Anthony, rating right now. Anthony so. Brown, yeah, he looked awesome. And yeah, they got Jeff Smith and Chris Lindstrom on that O line. It's a good team. Um, any prospects make you look stupid this week? No, I'm never stupid. Okay, well I look stupid I, every week. I, I can own my my, my stuff. Daryl Henderson. Oh, okay, hold on, because this is a callback. Daryl Henderson still going off, eh? leading the nation in running. Uh, I got something on him. Don't right. worry. 
I watched that game. Uh, and he's my boy. Uh, Travis Homer, Miami's running back. Oh. Do you, it, me- do you remember I was kind of high on him? I remember you I liked, hated him last year because you loved uh, Mark Walton. And I yeah. liked Travis Homer last year. And then when we did the ACC show. In the show, summer, I didn't like him, yeah. And I, I kind of talked him up a little bit. Um, yeah. He, against Toledo, I watched all of the Miami-Toledo game. Respect. Uh, he had six, he, candles he, he ran for 62 yards, 3.9 per pop. Like, not very good. And this is, I think I've seen two Miami games now, and in both games, DJ Dallas, the other running back, has looked better than him and played more than him. <sighs> so that's not a good thing. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. Travis Homer just kind of stock falling. Eight, like, again, last year he looked pretty good, and then when he threw on the tape, wasn't a fan, but... I just thought... I like how he was used in the passing game and all that stuff, but DJ Dallas has been... He's a bigger back, too. It's funny that we had opposite experiences with Homer. Like, last year, you didn't like him on the field, and then you liked him on the tape, and I was reversed. Like, that's yeah. weird. Uh, best prospect versus prospect matchup? Uh, Amon Marshall was the best player on the USC defense, I think. Not saying much again. Uh, so him against Colin Johnson was pretty fun, I think. Yeah, and a good matchup because Amon's a, uh, bigger for bigger a corner guy. and yeah. physical guy, and Colin Johnson's so tall. Yeah. Um, I, I went with A.J. Brown of Old Miss and Trevon Diggs, Alabama, corner Stephon Diggs. Diggs was, Diggs was having a pretty good game. Yeah, well, the other corner, Savion Smith, I think, was the one who got burned on, like, the opening play to D.K. Metcalf. Yeah. But Diggs had a nice game against Brown. Yeah. Diggs, Diggs on one play looked like he was beat and caught up and had a sick pass deflection. He had two in the game. And, like, Brown had just four catches for 34 yards. Mm-hmm. Like, Trevon Diggs, Alabama's corners, there's some questions there. A lot of youth there, but Trevon Diggs looks like their corner one for sure. Would you like him more if he was related to uh, Quinn and Jammer and Quadri Diggs? Man, but he's related to Stefan Diggs. He's like my other favorite player. <laughs> Do you see the clip today of Stefan Diggs? What? On Family Feud? No. Go watch that. Okay, I will. Uh, <laughs> any prospects play out the box, outplay the block, the box score for you? No, no one outplayed the boxer, but I saw a lot of guys who played out the box score. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> how, about, how about you? Uh, well, Richard Lawrence, uh, this is I put him yeah, in that's a, it's a good pick. Yeah, three three tackles in a TFL, like it's not bad at all. It's just he was monstrous. He was, yes, for sure. He like you can't block him one on one, and it's funny because he was. In the like he was in the LSU rotation last year, and the two guys mm-hmm. who played above him, I hated their tape. I can't even remember their names now. They both went undrafted, and like Wasn't, Lawrence is w- much better. Were they both French? Yeah, I believe so. <sighs> can't remember his name either. <laughs> Any prospects being overhyped? I don't know. Of course there are, but I mean, I, mean, I, I didn't go necess- like normally. I try to go with someone who's being overhyped from the week. I just went with the guys I think is being overhyped. Just let's hear. Uh, and I was one of those people overhyping him in my summer grades, and now I'm kind of I've watched. Oh, there's a guy who I thought was better than he is. Greg Little, the offensive tackle at Old Miss, been struggling. I haven't watched any of the, the the new tape. Well, so I think you had David Edwards ahead of him, right? Uh, yeah. I didn't, and then I watched. Um, they both have a game up from twenty, like from this year. And like and plus what I saw from Little in the Alabama game, Little didn't blatantly struggle in the Alabama game. It's just his technique has not been cleaned up because he's all projection basically, with mm-hmm. the size and and the athleticism and he's you know he, he's a, he plays like mean which is nice. But 
the he just his technique's so not cleaned up, and it doesn't look like he's been coached to be any better. Like I didn't kill him or anything. I I've moved David Edwards above him though. Yeah, and like I have Dalton Reisner above him. I think I've Yadni Kajust above him. Oh, okay. So that's that's a big slide for him. Yeah, I don't, he's too much of a project. I think. That's interesting. Uh, small school guy catcher. Eh? There's there's a good number of guys this week. I mean, you can go to that BYU game and pick your choice, right? Squally Canada. I wanted to say Squally Canada, but no, I, I went with James Proche. Oh, that yeah, that's your guy though. I'm yeah, saying. he finally he finally had his big coming out party. It was against Michigan, and he, he was like he was really freaking good. He was like the only thing that SMU had going for them, and you know they hung around for a long time in that game. What was it? Hold on, let me grab his numbers. And he was the third receiver at SMU last year with Quinn and Sutton. That is such. That's a fun group. And you liked him last year too. I remember you telling me. Well, what? I don't know who you were watching. Maybe Sutton. And you were saying he was standing out to you as well. No, I watch every SMU game. Big SMU guy. I'm Methodist, so I get 11 catches for 166 yards and two touchdowns. Like he was really good. I don't know if the tape is cut yet, but you got to go to that game. That'll, that'll be James Proche's game yeah. this offseason, uh, I think. My small school guy caught my eye, Darrell Henderson, the Memphis running back. Oh, my God. Who I loved entering the year. You didn't love him, but look who's talking. He's averaging like 14 yards a carry and leads the country <laughs> in rushing. It's not, I liked him, but you loved him. Like, yeah, he, he ran for 233, averaged 16.6 against Georgia State. The, the, cut was, the tape was like immediately cut, so I've already seen the tape against Georgia State. <laughs> It's like the first thing I did on like th- Saturday morning. Um, he is so explosive. The burst yeah. is awesome. He's elusive. Uh, he's a good pass catcher too. Um, he looks like he he he's can break more tackles than he could last year too. He mm-hmm. lo- he's he's what he's doing what I wanted Trayvon Williams at Texas A&M to be doing. See, so like he's still I don't know. He, see, my big knock, or I guess not a huge knock, but he's a boomer bus runner, and he's still kind of being that, but it's a lot of booms, so. Yeah. It's, it's honestly, it's such a weird running back class after, like, the top three guys. Yeah, you like, I, it's funny. My notes on Henderson are good, and then I was like, yeah, fifth round grade. I mean, I, I just don't know if, I, I guess I don't like him as a RB1, right, so lower. Yeah. Um, but again, yeah, after the top three guys, it's very hazy, I think. And not a lot of guys who can who look like RB1s. Mm-hmm. It's not like a bad running back class, but it's nowhere near what we saw last year or the no. year before or what we're going to see next year, in my opinion. Well, I agree. All right. Uh, let's hop into these week three games. Start off at the top, Alabama 62, Ole Miss 7. This game disappointed me deeply. Especially after the first uh, 11 seconds, 12 seconds, I think. <laughs> yeah, our boy DK had, what was it, a 75-yard touchdown on the opening play of the game. Yep. And then, uh, yeah, that was their only touchdown. Yeah, and then, I mean, even after that, they're, you know, still trying to go deep, and then almost had a couple, and Bama just rolled them. Yeah, it it sucked. And Jordan <laughs> Tamu, who was like, he was kind of getting a little bit of hype. He was terrible. He completed 32% of his passes through two <laughs> interceptions, only threw for 133. Um, like, DK had the huge play. AJ Brown was, like I said earlier, kind of shut down. Demarcus Lodge had one catch for seven. Like, the, o- yeah. the only guy who stood out for Ole Miss was DK Metcalf on, on that huge play. And he showed what he can do. Uh, 
for Bama, a bunch of dudes stood out on defense per usual. Oh, quickly, sorry. Yeah. Uh, this could have been the Scotty Phillips emergence game because I know some people like him, and it just it wasn't. Yeah, obviously. you know. Um, Damian Harris, who could be the best running back in the draft, um, had the one, the one touch, big touch and run. Yeah. He's still getting no touches. Five carries. Yeah, like he had nine touches, eighty-five total yards, and like he's he's quite good though. Uh, but on the Bama defense, obviously I talked about Deontay Thompson a little bit. Um, Quinnen Williams, their nose tackle, he's really emerged. Uh, he's a redshirt sophomore. Anthony Jennings, who I really enjoy, had a, a big game. He's very good against the run on the edge. Um, Christian Miller had a very nice game against the run. And Mac Wilson. Anybody stand out for you? I don't know, man. It's just such a role. And we talked about uh, Diggs already. Yeah. All right. Ohio State 40, Texas Christian 28 in Arlington, Texas. Uh, I, I was disappointed again. I uh, thought TCU was... On, nobody other than Darius Anderson like totally stood out for TCU, eh? That was my... No. Offensively? Yeah, offensively. Like, yeah, the, no, the, no one the, else. Their, their receivers are making some big plays, but I feel it had more to do with the Ohio State corners aren't very good. Mm-hmm. Like, Damon Arnett uh, played horrible. Sheffield had a couple. Yeah, she- Sheffield's definitely better than Arnett. Um, but he, he gave up a big one, too. Um, yeah. He, uh, I talked about Haskins already. J.K. Dobbins, I know he's a true sophomore, but that dude can run. Yeah, he's a good. He's a bowling ball. Uh, Mike Weber. Mike Weber deserves a little more love, though. He didn't run that well in this game, though. No, no, no. He didn't. He didn't. I'm just saying in general. Yeah, no. He'll. He's gonna be a nice middle round running back. Like yeah, a, mid late. Yeah, like I don't mind Mike Weber at all. Um, remember when he was supposed to be like the next? It's because he started as a true freshman. Or I know. sorry, redshirt freshman. Yeah, yeah. And I think he's a redshirt freshman. Uh, anyway. Banigou, uh, your boy. What did you think of Banigou? He wasn't bad. No, but it wasn't like I, I really wanted him to like kind of put his name on the map. He didn't quite do that. No, he didn't. And I mean, he's going up against Isaiah Prince. He made him look silly a couple times. Yeah, but. he did. Well, Prince isn't the best pass blocker. That's kind of the big <laughs> knock on him. Yeah. Um. Obviously, okay. Nick Bosa played a half. He was awesome. Got hurt. Abdominal strain. Um. He's not going to play against Tulane. I think he'll be a, a few extra weeks just to be safe too. Mm-hmm. Like I don't think he'll play against Penn State. And like I don't know, it's a big game though. I know, but mm. like why rush him back? Also, I know he's the best player in the country, but they have so much depth on the defensive line. I also don't think Penn State's very good. I think Penn State's so overrated. They are, but I mean, yeah. Uh, Draymond, we talked about him. He kind of took over the game when Bosa was out. He had the pick yeah. six. Uh, he also had a sack, two t- tackles for loss. Um, speaking of the Ohio State corner sucking, Jordan Fuller, their safety, I thought, looked pretty good. He's got some nice range. Uh, eight tackles, half tackle for loss. Like he... He, he's, he's, he's an interesting safety. And then Paris Campbell did his thing where he made one massive play. It always happens, and then everyone's like, oh, Paris Campbell's good. And He's just so fast. He's Corderell Patterson, man. Pretty much. That's the comp on him all day. Um, 
Oklahoma 37, Iowa State 27. Hollywood Brown was showcased in this game. I wish Kyler Murray would play football. I know. 425 total yards, three touchdowns, 12 per attempt, 72 completion percentage. He might win the Heisman. Like it's I him. told you, dude. If 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 who would your three guys if three Heisman finalists be if the Heisman was today? It's too early. I don't do that stupid shit. Okay, well for me it's, it's Tua and Kyler Murray, and then like I don't even know. Yeah, it, Dwayne even Haskins. Tua, it's like not enough yet. Like, it, what do you mean? Tua's been know. on fire. Well, it's because he plays half a game each game. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. He throws like ten passes. He's been amazing, though, all, you know what I mean? Like, for, for, the, yeah. for the Heisman, it's hard. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Hollywood Brown, we talked about him. Um, okay, before we get to Akeem. David Montgomery, I know that the average per carry is not great. It's 3.9. This guy breaks the tackle every time he touches the ball. His contact balance was, like, this was, Twitter was kind of blown up about him. Like, he's the running back one with Rodney Anderson in question, I think. Um, Damien Harris, Damien Harris, but okay. Yeah, well, I I have Dave Montgomery above him. Um, no, me too. But okay. I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, well, Mon- Montgomery was awesome in this game, even though the numbers don't show it. That's why you should watch tape, not box score scout. Um, he just his contact balance is elite. Like it's so rare what he can do. I just wish they could block for him. Dude, he's just, he's so fun to watch. Yeah, he, I know. He, there's yeah, uh, Hakeem Butler though, their wide receiver, who's like six six, two hundred and twenty pounds. First round pick for you, Rob? <laughs> Not there yet for me, but he had five catches, one hundred seventy four yards, and two touchdowns, and had the yak was insane. He was on the first touchdown. It it was incredible. His tackle breaking ability at that height is so strange. And last year with Alan Lazard there, um, Butler was kind of mm-hmm. like the big deep threat. And now this year he's like become the receiver one, and he's definitely taking a leap forward. There's, he's being slightly overhyped, I think, right now. I mean, I haven't <laughs> seen the tape and, and the size, and it's all super interesting. I'm not ready to say he's a first-round pick, though. But he's definitely a guy who people are going to be watching going forward. Matt Campbell's done a wonderful job at Iowa State. They lost this game, yep. and I was still super <laughs> impressed with them. But, yeah, they only lost by 10. Like, that's not bad. Oklahoma's no, been rolling. They, they were in it, too. And, like, the players he's, like, Matt Campbell, basically, like, Hakeem Butler and David Montgomery are guys he discovered. Do you know what yep. I mean? So, and, like, you know, they had a linebacker playing quarterback at times last year. So Yeah, that Matt Campbell can coach the hell out of a football team. Uh, okay, speaking of coaching the hell out of a football team, BYU 24 in Wisconsin. Number six, Wisconsin falls 24-21 to BYU. Uh, Alex Hornibrook. Alex Hornibrook so bad. How can they not have a quarterback who, like, like you don't even need a good quarterback with the offensive line and running game. You just need someone who can manage a game, which Hornibrook can't seem to do. Do you remember the, when there was a bit of love for Alex Hornibrook, like, in the offseason? Do you, you know he won the Manning Passing Academy? That's why. <sighs> Yeah, I don't care. I don't understand how he won it, because normally the guy who wins the Manning Passing Academy is, like, actually someone good. <laughs> well, we should do that. We should go check in all the past winners. I, is, I don't even know if it's kept. I just get the info from Rhett Lewis when he goes on Move the Sticks. I don't know if it's kept either. Um, Okay. Squally Canada. Like, okay, BYU Tanner Magnum didn't even do anything. 
<laughs> he sucks. Squally Canada was ripping touchdown runs. But really the takeaway was BYU's defense to me. And the guy who stood out. Also, Fred Warner's little brother is the safety. And they have two Kafusi brothers. <laughs> it's classic BYU football. What do you, They're all do just you want? related. I don't get it. <laughs> did, you, did you see the one graphic during the game about how much they moved players around this year? Like, they had a defensive end become a linebacker. Mm-hmm. And, like, a couple safeties, corners moved to safety. And then uh, well, one guy moved from, like, fullback to D-line or something. I don't know. That's fun. Warner moved from corner to safety. And the guy I'm yep. about to talk about moved from d- a defensive end to linebacker. You, what was his name? Sione Takataki. Yeah, he was pretty good. He's, I think he was the best player in the defense. 13 tackles, 2 TFLs in sack. Yeah. I liked his tape on the edge entering the year, so now he's like a guy I'm keeping my eye on. Uh, he's, <laughs> he's definitely always going to be an off-ball guy because he's like 6'2", 230, but he was pretty great. And this is against the Wisconsin offensive line. And yep. Like Jonathan Taylor. I don't know. Wisconsin should just ran the ball every play. I don't know. They probably would have won that way. They probably so, should do that every game, like. DeAndre Francois should grad transfer to Wisconsin. I saw someone suggest that on Twitter. Uh, Russell Wilson. And just do the Russell Wilson thing. Like imagine Francois behind the greatest offensive line in the country. Also, my pro comp for Francois is uh, Russell Wilson. It, yeah, because he has a terrible offensive line. Yeah, that's fair. Um, yeah, I don't know. I was unimpressed. Wisconsin's got all these linebackers, and they couldn't stop Squally Canada. Like TJ Edwards <laughs> is a guy I don't like, but he's got hype. So yeah. Uh, it's cool, like Canada, though, man. What can you do to stop him? The closer he is to the border, the more power he has. <laughs> I hate you so much. <laughs> um, okay. Imagine he goes to the CFL. Oh, my God. <laughs> number 12, LSU. Went into number 7, Auburn. 122-21. We already talked uh, uh, a little bit about um, Richard Lawrence and Jared Sidham. Like, Joe Burrow's definitely not good, not good but not he's good. better than what LSU's had. What Gary Danielson was like every time Joe Burrow made like something like a decent throw, he's like, yeah, Joe, they finally got a quarterback in Joe I, Burrow. I, th- like, I think it's just they're up. just used to like so much shit there that Joe Burrow like they're blinded by. He's like not he's not out as bad as Alex Hornibrook. Like he's better than Alex Hornibrook. I guess yeah yeah he doesn't throw picks like he does. Like yeah he doesn't turn the ball over. I think that's kind of what they like about him. Like he, he also completes under fifty percent of his throws like. <laughs> Always. Alex but, um, what a what a bad weekend for the kicking Carlson's, eh? Yeah, that was bad. So yeah. too bad Auburn can't cut him and sign Dan Bailey <laughs> or Daniel. What? Or Daniel Carlson? Oh, bring him back. Yeah, I don't know. He seems shook right now. Uh, okay, the LSU defense balled out. We talked about uh, uh, Delpit, Delpit, and Richard Lawrence. Greedy Williams had a really nice game, and he had an easy pick off Stidham. Devin White kind of like his name was definitely already on the map. I yep. also like the highest on him in the world. Still my third overall player. Um but yeah, White he had a great game. White was awesome. He was flying. His size and athleticism are crazy. Mm-hmm. And he's so aggressive. Another game where like I think he only got credit with one TFL, but it felt like he made a bunch at the line. Yeah. Um and then like Auburn, Sidham didn't play well. Darius Slayton was kinda of quiet. Their defense, like, I thought linebacker Deshaun Davis had a nice game. He had four TFLs. Like, LSU wasn't running the ball because of the Auburn front seven playing well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Da- Davis isn't, like, a guy who I think's going to – 
It's kind of like all the recent Auburn linebackers. He's for, like, he's just gonna be a special teams guy. He's yeah. a, he stuffs the run well, but he's not very athletic. But he's physical and he's smart. Uh, he'll probably it, be like it feels a, like the defensive lineman from Auburn and the linebackers just keep following the same train lately. Yeah, Derek Brown's a real dude though on their D line. He had a really nice game mm-hmm. against the run. Uh, he ate. Uh, do I think a few weeks ago I talked up uh, Brumfield, the LSU guard, uh, Garrett Brumfield, because mm-hmm. do you remember that? Mm-hmm. Um, Derek Brown ate his lunch in this game, <laughs> so yeah. Uh, okay, number ten, Washington beats Utah twenty-one-seven. If anyone thinks Jake Browning is draftable, they've never watched him play football. Why do they even let him throw the ball? Like, why is he their sorry? Why is he their starting quarterback? Oh, you're starting the controversy. <laughs> Six games left in his career. Yeah, no, but seriously, he's so bad. Like, I know that he's like, okay, I know he is Kellen Moore. Like, that's the idea, and in theory, he is. Kellen Moore was a lot better at doing this than Jake Browning is. <laughs> that's, that's accurate, man. Kellen Moore was amazing. Kellen Moore wasn't like turning the ball over. Like he had no, no arm, but he was smart. And I don't know. Jake Browning, like, always, I feel like once a game, at least, is like, for some reason, he's scrambling around. Looks like it's the 1960s. Now he's got his back turned to the defense. He flips around. He's backpedaling. He just, like, gets hit and throws it and gets picked. If, 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 we, if we get some Jake Browning tape, put a, put a black and white filter over it and put up some old school NFL films music, could you tell the difference, Rob? No, he's... <laughs> I read something that compared him to Aaron Rodgers once. Jake I Browning saw is the same thing. one of the worst quarterbacks in the country. Better Prospects, Minshew, at least. Gardner Minshew is leading the The, the, the Pac-12 is fucked. <laughs> That's what's up. The quarterbacks in the Pac-12 are all just weird. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold your goddamn tongue about Justin Herbert. No, I love... That's what I mean. Like, there's so much bad, and then there's Justin Herbert. There's, like, fun people, like Huntley, the Utah quarterback. He's yeah, kind of fun. Dorian Thompson-Robinson's fun. Um, Manny. Yeah, like, we love Manny. We're a big Manny Wilkins podcast. But, yeah. Uh, okay, Washington, like, just kill Like, just pounded Miles Gaskin. Which I think's the move. Smart. When you're, yep. Like, especially against a team like Utah in, in Utah, where you think... Like, Utah's a good team that could upset you. Yep. Um, and they almost did. Like, I mean. Yeah, no, they kept it close. They played They played well. Aaron Fuller, the Washington receiver who you were kind of into a few weeks ago, he, yep. against Julian Blackman, the Utah corner, who's a, a prospect. Fuller was kind of beating him up. Um, yep. Taylor Rapp, Miles Bryant, Byron Murphy all played well, but Byron Murphy was the guy in this game. He broke up four passes. He was lighting people up. Their secondary is crazy. Um, hasn't hasn't been as good as it's supposed to be, but yeah. They but they haven't been bad. No, I mean, but Stidham picked them apart. No, no, he didn't. You're overblowing the Stidham. Stidham was a game manager in that game. Like he was poised and he played decent, but he wasn't yeah, picking them apart. They scored like twenty-one. You're right, you're right. I'm sorry, Rob. Okay. God damn it. Um. Utah didn't run the ball enough. Like, Zach Moss only had 67 yards rushing, and he played pretty well. Classic Utah running back. Yes. Uh, both teams had a linebacker that I like. Chase Hansen, the Utah safety, converted to a linebacker. And Ben Burkirvin, the Washington linebacker, he flies around. Um, uh, Boise State at Oklahoma State. Mm-hmm. 
Oklahoma State 44, Boise State 21. Disappointing me. This game disappointed me a little bit. Rippon didn't play that well. Like, he, he didn't play poorly. Mm-hmm. It's just, like, a lot of checkdowns. Yeah. And, like, he completed nearly 70% of his passes, threw three touchdowns, 380 passing, didn't <laughs> turn the ball over. He took some um, bad sacks and, like, just wasn't getting the ball out sometimes uh, and checking down a lot. Alexander Madison ain't it. I know I talked about him. Do you remember that? Do you remember that? <laughs> yeah, I remember. I remember. Like, because he's a physical and he, he looks to punch, but he's just not athletic. No, he's not, yeah. And um, Justice Hill, on the other hand, very athletic. Yes. I'm still all in on Justice Hill, the Oklahoma State running back. And the tape wasn't as good as I hope. I'm, I'm a big Justice Hill fan. <laughs> he's, man, no, I see Deion Lewis, man. I don't care. Um,. A guy who stood out that I didn't know much about, Oklahoma State's uh, pass rusher, Jordan Brailford. Three TFLs, two sacks, two forced fumbles, five tackles. It's interesting. And he was getting after. He's the one who was getting after ripping all game. That's uh, interesting. Yeah. I don't know. Oklahoma State's weird. Like, their quarterback played a good game, but he also not – like, I didn't think he was that good. Cornelius? Yeah. yeah. He's no Drew Brown, that's for sure. Uh, Drew Brown's tape is pretty good. I, yeah, that sucks that he tra- and then Cole McDonald's sick at Hawaii. So what is Drew Brown? Maybe it was a system. Yeah, Cole McDonald. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, Texas thirty-seven, number twenty-two, USC fourteen. USC is awful. Did you like anyone on USC other than Iman Marshall? Uh, not really. Did anyone even look at like I'm on Raw, but that doesn't count. Yeah, like I, I had the same thing with Cameron Smith that I like. He just doesn't look athletic enough to be like an actual starting linebacker in the NFL. Porter mm-hmm. Gusting got ejected for targeting, so that was cool. Yep. He also like he had a good game, but he's he's like a day three guy who's a hustle passer for like yeah, the, gonna, I, special teams. Like he's gonna make his money on special teams. USC's got to fire Clay Helton. Yeah, I, he, him and T. Martin don't know. I don't think know how to develop things or be creative. Because like they've had talent, obviously Sam Donald and other guys clearly, but like it just yeah, they got to fire him before he ruins JT Daniels. J- yeah, JT I mean, Daniels makes some nice deep throws. He he's not afraid to uncork it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sam, or he just turned eighteen? Is he still seventeen? No, he's eighteen. Still young as hell. Uh, okay, Texas receivers. Colin Johnson didn't have a bad game. No solid. No, he, solid. He, he, he didn't take over or anything. But their other receivers stood out. Little Jordan Humphrey. He's also got the greatest <laughs> name I've ever... I love saying it out loud. Little Jordan Humphrey. Little Jordan Humphrey. And he's a big guy, too. He's 6'4". Yeah, I know. And didn't know too much about him. Me neither. And he's a junior. They got like That's two legit big receivers. Mm-hmm. Uh, too bad the quarterback play is questionable. Um... Whoa, whoa, whoa. Well, am I wrong? JT Daniels transferred to Texas. Yo, Sam Ellinger should go to USC and Daniels should come to Texas. That, why, why did I say come? Like, I'm from here. Yeah. Uh, okay. The Texas defense oh, played well. Chris yeah. Chris Boyd had a fantastic game. Mm-hmm. He's not not talking, like, he's not in the corner one talk, but he's in the first round talk. This corner class is kind of murky, too, eh? Yeah, there's there's guys, though. And no one's emerged. Greed, like greed, greed has emerged, and then there's like the next a group of like five or whatever guys. It's, they're all closer to like being second round picks or day two picks than first round picks, but they're all yeah. interesting. Yeah, greedy's the only one I'm certain's a first round pick. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, he agreed. Greedy's kind of got it all. Um, okay, Gary Johnson, their linebacker, was flying around. He's so athletic for he's. I don't know how big he is though. He might be six foot two twenty, but he flies. <laughs> and their safety, Brandon Jones, is flies around to really good range, good size. He tackles well. Are they back? No, but their defense is still good, like it was last year. So yeah, it's weird. Um, San Diego State twenty eight, Arizona State twenty one. You want to break down how this game ended? Yeah, it was a weird one. Uh, Fourteen seconds left. Manny Wilkins drops back. <laughs> Big old deep pass. Now that we know Manny's got a cannon, uh, throws it to about what the two or three yard line. Yeah. Uh, receiver goes up, seems to catch the ball. Uh, on the way down, he gets blown up. The flag comes out for targeting. They review it, and it looked like uh, in live, even after getting blown and hitting the ground, it looked like he had caught it still. Yeah, I I, I just thought it was a targeting, you know, a penalty. Ref comes out. Uh, the review wasn't even that long. Like, it was a regular length. Yeah. I didn't notice anything. Anyways, um, ref comes out, says the targeting call stands, which was the right call, but also said, on further review, the ball was incomplete. And if you watch it, when he's coming down, he gets lit up. Uh, it's kind of a bit of a Des Bryant situation where the ball is still in his grasp, but hits the ground, pops up, and lands on his chest. I think I would call that a catch, though. It, this okay, and but I don't know what a catch is. So this looked more like a catch than Des Bryant's catch did to me. Yeah, it was br- uh, brutal and like Sandy or sorry, Arizona State would have had time to run one play to tie this game too. Yeah, because obviously the fly would have stopped the clock too. Yeah. Uh, okay, but takeaways from the actual game. Although I'm yeah. becoming more and more of a Herman Arizona State fan. Oh no! What? Manny's he's been, he's Man- been good. Not not even Herm, just Manny. I love Manny. Yo, Manny's taking a, like Manny, a big step. Manny this year. Wilkins is a far more draftable quarterback than Jake Browning's ever been. I, I think I think Manny Wilkins might be my next Nathan Peterman. I just said it, Rob. Why would you put that on him? <laughs> it's big shoes to fill. I know, but I know when you say it, you mean it as like because you like kind of like got Nathan Peterman as a prospect, but like that's not a good thing to say now. Anyway. Manny threw. I'm not, Man, no, I don't. Manny's out there slinging it. I told you the fact that Nathan Peterman even started an NFL know. game is a big win to me. Yeah. Okay. okay. I don't need to do this right now. Manny's out there slinging it. They, Arizona State's got good receivers. He's got a. Yeah. He's got a good arm. He moves really well. It feels like he never uncorded it the last couple of years, and now he's doing it all the time. I don't know if that was the like the system though, but I agree. Probably. And and now that he's a senior, maybe they have more trust in him. Yeah, that too. Um, and the the receiver T trusts them, so it's it's a nice thing going. Yeah, and he's one of the more fun quarterbacks in the country. He he played a good game. I know they only put up twenty one. They lost San Diego State's three three fives a really good defense. Yeah. <laughs> San Diego State is just always, you know, run the ball. It's hard to, the line is solid, the scheme is good, and then the defense is tough. Rocky like Long's got that shit tight, man. It's a machine. San Diego State's a machine. We gotta give more love to San Diego State. And Arizona State's defensive coordinator was San Diego State's defensive coordinator. <laughs> And he's implemented the three three five at Arizona State, and it's worked really well. And Ronell Wren had a big game in this game. It's a big reason I, why playing that nose tackle spot. I would fire him for not being able to figure out San Diego State's defense, though. What do you mean? Oh, like he he should have had the game plan for oh, the offense. Oh, I see, I see. Yeah, okay, yeah, fire him because of that. Gotcha. <laughs> um, Nikhil Harry didn't have like a monstrous game, nine for eighty six and a score, but. It's a good game. Yeah, like it's not a bad game. He he's the one he put the they scored with a minute forty left on like a fade. Him and Manny just 
They have a lot of chemistry, man. Which Three many being many. Yeah. Three years. Um, as for San Diego State, like their offensive line, there's uh, there's this clip on Twitter that it, it, it's one of the rushing touchdowns. Everyone on Arizona State's defense gets pancaked. And I th- <laughs> Ryan Pope, the right tackle, who I watch underneath, I like him. I th- he's like the dude, man. It's fair, but the, like this is always the case. Their line is good, but no one gets picked. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think Pope's got a shot. He's big and he's mean playing right now. Yeah, that's tackle. what we said about Rashad Penny. Rashad Penny's different. Yeah. Uh, I think the new rule is don't draft San Diego State linemen or running backs. Until we're proven wrong by someone. Only only their fullbacks. Fullbacks all day. As, long as, Bottom, as long as their quarterback converts. Also, Nick Bottom was not good. I'm going to come out and say that anyways. But he, he, in theory, he's really cool. Yeah, yeah, when you watch a game, he's like, oh, he's cool. And then you watch the tape, he's not good. Anyways. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sy- <laughs> Syracuse, go Orange. 30, Florida State, go 7. Uh, we're kind of a Syracuse podcast. Uh, by- the second closest team to us geographically? Yeah, after Buffalo? Yeah, and driving distance, yeah. We're a Buffalo podcast as well. Cuse might be closer as the, as the crow flies. No, it's not. I'm talking shit. Yeah, Anyways, right. it doesn't matter. No one no one cares. I care, but... We'll I'm, I'll, check the, I'll check the distance okay. when we talk, don't worry. Francois got destroyed, and he was playing Syracuse. That's how bad this offensive line is. Florida State's left tackle is one of the worst in the country. Francois didn't play well statistically. And, like, he didn't really – it's hard to knock him when he's got no time. He's just getting destroyed. There's the one clip on Twitter yeah. where he gets he gets killed and the offensive lineman tries to help him up, and he, like, kind of shakes it off and, like, ignores him and gets up. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. just transferred to Wisconsin. Grad transferred to Wisconsin, Francois. I am so not ready for when um, Willie Taggart and his uncreative offense benches Francois for Blackman and kind of tries to peg their awfulness on Francois when it's not him at all. Look, I, I was it before the season I just ripped the Florida State offensive line? Yeah, well, I think you do every year. I do it all the time. Like, why it, can't you just figure it out? Like... My God, and like NFL, stop drafting these guys. For real, they're so. It doesn't work. It's bad. Even, it's, it's even when they like, even like Cam Irving, like you think he was okay. No, he's not very good. Like Syracuse doesn't have any studs on defense, and they're destroying the Florida State offense because of the offensive line. Yeah, well, one time in NCAA, I uh, want to be Syracuse and put all their players ninety nine on defense. So oh, okay. And didn't play offense. Like the one, I want to see how I could do. The so. one prospect who stood out in this game was Brian Burns, the Florida State edge rusher. Mm-hmm. Two sacks, three tackles to last, uh, broke up a pass. Um, he was unstoppable, and I feel awful for him because he's a first-round pick, man. And this team sucks. Yeah. I, I'd be all in on Syracuse and BC being good in the ACC. Me too. I like it. I mean, I wish it was the Big East, but I'll take Rest it. Rest in peace, Big East. Canada's conference, as we used to call you. All right. All right. <laughs> Before we get to our week four matchups, I have to ask you a question, AJ. How right, will man. you be betting on week four college football? Uh, Very carefully, Rob. That doesn't sound like you. No, I'm reckless and I use my Bucky. <laughs> Me too. Everyone's got to use my Bucky. AJ, nothing beats my Bucky. They let you bet on pretty much everything. <laughs> Join now and use the promo code HEAVEN, and my bookie will match your deposit dollar for dollar. For dollar. If I put in $100, they're matching that $100. That's what that means. That's wait, crazy. Wait. 
Duh. That's what that means? That's what that means. You want to bet $50? I don't know. Here's, I think the limit, you have to be at 100 So, if you want to, here's, you put in 100 bucks. here's another 100 Blow, Blow your money. So or between make 100 more. and $1,000, you're yeah, good. Yeah. You, if you're willing to hold out until after 7 p.m. Oh, it is after 7 p.m. Oh, what up? I got confused earlier. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they'll give you an additional $25 of free play to use. Using the promo code HEAVEN25. So, that's H-E-A-V-E-N 25. And if it's before 7 p.m., just use the regular promo code HEAVEN, and they'll match you dollar for dollar. Okay, let's get into that. Week 4 matchups, all the oh, spreads from my bookie. What? Quickly, it's 7 heaven, Rob. After 7, it's heaven. Seven oh. It is, we're the perfect. We should be the uh, the flagship podcast for, <laughs> for, my for, this promo, for this promotion, at least. That's weird, but okay. Also, you said heaven 25 at 725. That's weird. That's not Okay. I feel like I need to put a big bet on tonight. <laughs> yeah, on, on, a, on a Tuesday night? I'm feeling, I'm, I'm feeling lucky tonight, to be honest. You're just going to bet baseball? Fuck that. No, I'll be betting my picks that I'm about to give you, Rob. Oh, you just put in your picks tonight. I thought you meant you'd be betting on something tonight. No, no. I, I waited till after. Actually, I haven't had dinner yet, but I'll wait till after dinner and put in my picks. Okay. So, spreads from my bookie. This Friday's got good football. Like this is a, a Friday. Yeah, yeah. Stay in this Friday, folks, and Saturday. No, I. You know what? If, if you got something better to do, I'm okay with you going out. I'm going to be honest here, Rob. I'm not. Gardner Minshew's playing. Uh, <laughs> exactly. Actually, 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 if you're going out on Friday, you can fit the FAU UCF game during your pre drink. Yeah. That's actually you're right. nice. That's nice. And I'd yeah, rather. Right. Mm-hmm. I'd rather watch that than Washington State USC. That's what I'm saying. Like, okay, you watch the FAU UCF game and then you go out. Yeah. I think that's a good. That's a good compromise. Yeah. No, that feels right. Okay. Central Florida, number 16 in the country, favored by 14 at home against Florida Atlantic and Lane's team. Lane's team still got boys. Your boy Devin Singletary. They got guys in the O-line. Um, couple. There's actually more FAU prospects, I think, right now than Central Florida guys. Okay, this is going to sound like a joke, but it's not. Is this game uh, to decide who the best cultural program in Florida is? Yeah, of course. I'm not even going to. Well, yeah. <laughs> It is. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. And then, and then the winner of this should play USF in the Battle of I ninety or whatever the hell other highways there is down there. But yeah, I forty, bro. Oh shit. I think. No wait. Uh, we won't look this up. Anyways. Uh yeah, it's kind of weird that FAU's got more guys. They've been I don't know. They've been good, but they no they, up and down. I I, I I would take UCF still at home minus fourteen. I, I, yeah. I trust. I'm taking. I'm taking UCF. Snelson and Nixon at receiver kills. Their offense is just. Good. Even though Devin Singletary is probably the best overall prospect in the game. Yep. Right. Yep. And and I, I expect him to be get the the total seventy four and a half. I'll be pounding that over because I'm drunk at my pre drink. <laughs> <laughs> so. I wish this game started at seven oh two so I can get my uh, my bucky bonus before it kicks off. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, I'm taking I'm taking UCF minus the points as well. Okay. After that, you're probably at the club or whatever because this. Or you're at the bar watching this, half watching this. Who's our target audience? Clubbers? I, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. Uh, Washington State at USC. USC favored by three and a half. The Washington State USC game got weird. It gets weird every year. It's yeah, also always on a Friday it. night. And some mayors calling on the game. The only other person I know who's watching is AJ. 
That's true. Last year's game was really fun. This one I'm not interested in, to be honest. Yeah, no, it's taking a horrible turn for the worst. Um, even, like, the Honestly, prospects in this game aren't fun. Like, no, no, the, there's no one. The Washington State, I like Andre Dillard, their left tackle, and Jalen Thompson, their safety, might be the best prospects in this game, other than Mom Marshall. Mom Marshall, I kind of like, I don't want to group him with USC, mm-hmm. I feel bad. Um, although, I like Washington State's running back, James Williams, a lot. I think you did too last year. Number 32. Um, oh, I, I liked I liked the other guy a little more. Oh, did you? Okay. What's his name? I can't remember. He's not in the league. He's nowhere. Oh. Morrow? What's that his name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. Jamal? Yeah, that's it. They yep. use them both, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. They're both fun, but uh, I don't know if they're good. They're good for college, though. Yeah, for- that's what I mean. I'm going to take USC. Just I don't know. I just I don't think Gardner Minshew is a good quarterback. Rob, unless the NCAA made a change in the rule book this week that I don't know about, allowing quarterbacks to bounce a pass first before completing it, Gardner Minshew would be the best quarterback in the country. But I don't, I don't think they made that decision. I'm going to take USC. Yeah, JT Daniels. It's in LA too. Sorry, Pasadena or where the hell? Let's just get out of there. Number oh, no, two, LA, Georgia going into Missouri minus fourteen and a half. This game's super important for Drew Locke and his draft stock. I think. Yeah, it's not going to go well, though. Georgia covers. <laughs> oh, G- Georgia covers. Yeah, I don't care about that. I care about watching I, Drew Locke. I think he's going to struggle on this one. I think so, too. I think I, I, I this is what I kind of see happening. Early in the game, he'll hit Emmanuel Hall for a massive touchdown, like as they do against bad teams. And, like, Twitter's <laughs> going to blow up, and then he'll, like, kind of, like, just <laughs> – It'll get back to what you more of what you expect. Although the Missouri yeah. offensive line is is good, I like Adams and Pendleton. They got a, t- uh, a tight end, and I can't say his last name. Oh yeah, yeah. How's he been so far? I haven't really watched. I, I didn't love his tape, but he's big and he's athletic. Was it Albert Obawakam? Yeah, and I like Crockett, the running back. He's okay. It's funny. I think Beckner, their defensive tackle, versus Lamont. I can't say this guy's last name either. Galler, the Georgia center, is like the best matchup in this game. Uh, but probably. I mean, DeAndre yeah. ba- Baker versus Emmanuel Hall is bad matchup for Baker in theory because Baker's got the long speed questions. Mm-hmm. A- anyway, Georgia's going to cover. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I picked Georgia as well. I don't know. Um, hey, I thought the NFL won winning winners at quarterback. Drew Locke's not going to beat Georgia. Um, yeah, they drafted Josh Allen. They're okay. Yeah, but didn't Mel Kuyper said it's because he's a winner that he had him high? Yeah. yeah. Lamar, 130 yards a game of offense. But he had him. Lamar Jackson low because not a winner. One more game. Uh, okay, number 22, Tech Sam going into number one, Alabama. Alabama favored by 27. It's a big spread. And I mean, played Clemson tight. But the Alabama offense is so much more fine-tuned than Clemson's. <sighs> I don't know. After seeing last week against Ole Miss, I don't know what a Bama spread would have to be for me not to take yeah, the that's minus how, points. Yeah, that's also how I feel. Like, They're just a goddamn machine right now. It's scary. And, like, their defensive line is so strong with Davis, Bugs, and Williams. Mm-hmm. Like, Mond, I know he looked really good against Clemson in the D-line. Yeah. But the, the, the Alabama defense is overall better. And, like, Deontay yep. Thompson at safety, like, I'm ready for him to put on a show. And I like some- in Tuscaloosa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's- I, I, let's just. If this was in College Station, yeah, because like- that that's a, a legitimate strong home field advantage. Absolutely, too. yeah, the fake twelfth man. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. Okay, 
Kansas State going into number 12, West Virginia. West Virginia favored by 16.5. We haven't seen Will Greer in a little bit of time because the NC State game was canceled. Um, Kansas State has a, a good offensive line, but their defense is terrible. I expect Greer to light up the Kansas State defense. You're, you're just a self-hating fan, man. I'm taking K-State plus the points. In West Virginia? In Morgantown, baby. I've watched a lot of Kansas State football in my 20 years. <laughs> this is just for you. I think West Virginia's going to win. But it's just for you. I'm taking K-State. I'm taking West Virginia to make sure K-State... Like, is, I'm jinxing West Virginia. But Greer should light them up. Um, yeah. Uh, TCU, minus three and a half in Texas. This is kind of they a good game. They always play in Texas, Rob. What? TCU always plays in Texas. No, at... Shut up. At... At DKR Memorial Stadium. Texas at Austin University. University of Texas at Austin. Something like that. Whatever. Uh, this thing, yeah, I, I'm going to take TCU. Me too. Um, but I think it's a, it's a low-scoring it's defensive a battle. Yeah, me too. Oh, yeah, totally agree. Uh, okay. You wanted to cut this game. I said no. Let's cut the Notre Dame game. Because Wake That's Force That's fine. I have no problem with that. Yeah. I want to get that on record. Wake Force is covering. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Wake, Wake's going to win this week. Yo, yeah, we, we hit Vandy on the cover, didn't we? Yeah, we did. Notre Dame, Notre yeah, Dame is a did. tower ready to fall. Yeah, they're they're bad. Um, the, the one one they're gonna get caught one of these weeks. Like Vandy played them. Vis- yeah. Anyways, yeah. Okay, Mississippi State played. favored by nine and a half in Lexington. Uh, Mississippi State really strong interior line. They run the ball really well. They have a strong defensive line. They got some dudes on defense. I really like Kentucky. I like Benny Snell. This is going to be a big test of can Snell run against this defensive line. Um, I'm taking Kentucky. I don't care. I'm riding Whoa. the Kentucky wave. Whoa. No, this is such a letdown game. This is for, a letdown game. For Kentucky? Yeah. I yeah. I know. But, like, Nick Fitzgerald can't throw the football, and Kentucky's got a good secondary. They're going to be able to run the ball, but I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't. I'll take Mississippi State. I mean, like the smart pick would be Mississippi State, but I can't. I I have a soft spot for Kentucky football. Andre Woodson, shut it. I know you do. I know. So you I'm do. taking Kentucky. Okay. Okay. The game. This is the game we both care about more than anything. Just see one player versus something. The defense. Num- number yeah. seven, Stanford, favored by three. At Oregon, number twenty, Oregon. Justin Herbert, both of our quarterback ones right now. Yeah. He hasn't really. We haven't seen much of him this year because he played garbage teams. He, uh, he's yeah. played great against garbage teams, but he wasn't that good this week. Anyways. No, I, I, I heard he was off a bit, but his, apparently the Oregon receivers dropped a handful of passes. Not surprising. That keeps happening. Yeah. So Herbert uh, against a legitimate defense in Stanford. Um, a lot of prospects in this game, just in, in general. Um, I, I'm really excited about this football game. Me too. I mean, look, this is Oregon. I've always had a soft spot for the Oregon football program, and I got a soft spot for Justin Herbert. In reality, I think Stanford's going to win. Um, I don't care. Or, I'm taking Oregon. I'm taking Oregon too, but uh, okay, Stanford's going to win. Uh, okay, but prospect matchups: Jalen Jelks, the Oregon. Like this could be his comeback game nationally mm-hmm. if he puts on a show against the Stanford O line that's a bit beat up. Um. I think they can, like, Troy Dye is one of the best linebackers in the country. I mentioned Jelks. Hugo Amadi, uh, their DB is really good. I, we don't love Justin Hollins, but he's a big athletic guy. Um, 
It's an interesting game. I, it's gonna be fun. It, it is, and and on the, the other Austin side Zoo of it, is gonna be fucking rocking. Like it's gonna be a fun game. Yeah, and Oregon's O line. They have Hanson, Throckmorton, and Warmack. Uh, like they can, they got guys there. And Tony Brooks James isn't a bad running back. And st- like Stanford, like I like Tony Bo- Brooks James actually. Me too. And like Bobby Okariki's good, Stanford linebacker. But they don't have a dude on the defensive line like they normally do. They got no. some corners. I like Holder, and they had they had this true sophomore I like too. But um, I don't know. It, it's gonna be interesting. We get to see more of Jacob Breland, a tight end you pointed out. I think is probably the best Oregon pass catcher. Yeah, it seems like it. Yeah. Yeah. So who's uh? Was it Johnny Johnson? He's not bad. Yeah, but he's but true, I don't know who's true, been. true sophomore. Yes. Still, I can't believe you you've done this whole preview without saying JGRC Whiteside's name. Yeah, I was I was saving that. I think he's legit okay. the X factor in this game because Oregon doesn't have like a big time corner. Arcega Whiteside's awesome. Arcega Whiteside should be able to. This should be a fun game. No, I'm, I'm excited. I'm very excited. Okay, uh, number eighteen, Wisconsin going into Iowa. Wisconsin favored by three and a half. It's a good game too. You like offensive lines to tune in. Kinnick is like it's so hard to win in Kinnick, no matter who you are. Um, and like Iowa's got some dudes. Like Nate Stanley's a good quarterback. Nate Stanley's way better than Hornybrook. Nate Stanley's the quarterback Wisconsin wishes they had. Uh, Have you ever seen a total this low for like a non-weather and a ranked teams? Like, yeah, this is like a bad like the Bills and Bengals would have the same total. No offense, Bengals fans, but I'm excited to watch Anthony Nelson, the edge for Iowa, go against the big boys on the Wisconsin O line. Not, I haven't heard of Larry Jackson's name at all since we've I, said I, it last. Bro, every time I watch him though, I like him. I'm still, I'm, I'm still hyping that. I don't care. Uh, no, no. He's interesting. I'll, He's young. I wonder who Wisconsin's going to put on Noah Fant. Like, I wonder if it'll be Dakota Dixon. It, that that, that's a bad matchup. Move. It's a bad matchup for Dixon, though. Like, Fant's more athletic than him. But, yeah, but, but I mean, like, their linebackers put are all slow white. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but they, they don't I, get the ball of Fant enough anyways. I know. I think Wisconsin covers just because Jonathan Taylor and that offensive line. They're not going to lose two in a row, but I, if they're – It'll I be – like, It'll be tight late. I feel bad for for Iowa, to be honest, because I think if BYU didn't beat them last week, this could have been a big old trap game. Yeah, you're right. Because the spread would have been more inflated. Iowa's always a trap game in Iowa. Always. And, yeah, the Corn Belt, man. It's never easy to walk into. Um, <laughs> Pac-12 after dark, baby. Let's get to it. Arizona State at number 10, Washington. Washington favored by 17 and a half. I'm just going to say it. I'm taking Arizona State to cover. I think Washington You know wins. what? Arizona State's covering. I was going to pick Washington. I'm taking my pick on the spot. I'm taking Arizona State plus the points, too. I just – I got so excited to talk about Manny earlier, and they lost in a shitty way, and San Diego State's a good program. I, I'm going to take Arizona State Manny plus Wilkins the is better than <laughs> Browning. Uh, yeah. The matchup is Nikhil Harry versus uh, My- Byron this- Murphy. is going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. All the all the receivers versus all the secondary. Yeah, honest. this is one of the better receiving cores and one of the better best secondaries. And also Ren versus the Washington O line. Mm-hmm. That's gonna be fun. Um, I don't know. It's gonna be a weird game. It's a good Pac-12 after dark game. Yeah, very very much so. I but wish that was on the Friday and Washington State and UC could be ignored on Saturday night. Yeah, so I wouldn't have to stay up late on Saturday. Yeah, yeah. Uh, anything else to add? I don't think so. All right. Well, that'll do it for this episode of Seven Rounds in Heaven. You follow AJ on Twitter at AJMarchese13. You can follow me at Rob Paul NFL. You can follow Armchair at AC All Americans and at Armchair NFL. 
Uh, go to armchairallamericans.com to read my one of my weekly columns is about NFL draft prospects. The other is about NFL rookies. So if you like that stuff, read that stuff. Um, for AJ Marchese, this is Rob Paul saying, check you later, fam. <laughs>